Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mormon Talk. This week's yeah. episode... Oh, go ahead, Dave. Yeah. Well, I just want to say happy bunny that lays eggs day. Oh, that's right. Is it? What? Is it Easter? <laughs> bunny day, man. It's Easter? Holy hell. <laughs> now, you can you can obviously see the connection between Christ's resurrection and a bunny that lays eggs. I of mean... Of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I think there's some kind of pagan thing there of of spring and rebirth and uh, bunnies hopping around because they're because they're copulating. Um, Prolific, aren't they? Yes, they almost are. almost like Mormons. <laughs> well, uh, before David threw out some compliments to our our Mormon brethren and sisters, um. Are you asking me or are you telling me is the title of our episode today. And what what are we talking about with that? David, you came up with the title. I mean, the the topic that spawned the title is why people leave the church. Right. Why are people leaving? Why did I leave? And what were you what were you thinking of, uh, when you thought when you threw that title well, out there. This is a result of every interaction I've had. And actually they've been fairly limited out of my own choice with people who are still active. Um, as I engage or attempt to engage in some kind of conversation with someone who's still active and wondering why I left, it becomes a conversation wherein they tell me why I left. Hmm. They're not interested at all in listening to my litany of of reasons, my my list, or even one mm -hmm. valid reason why I decided to leave. They are going to proceed to tell me, based on their own whatever indoctrination, well, it had to be these things. Bang, bang, what, bang. What's that about? Why do you think they're doing that? Well, it's it's a fear mechanism. It's a defensive mechanism because I can't deal, possibly deal with the idea that you might have a valid reason right. for leaving. I'm still not going to leave, but mm -hmm. even the thought that any one of said reasons why you left could be even semi-valid. Fuck, I can't go there. I'm not yeah. going to do it. So I'm going to yeah. tell you... Why you left, you poor, miserable, misguided <laughs> soul, you know? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've experienced the same exact thing, as you can imagine. Most people who I know in my circle of associations, whatever, uh, who have left, obviously who were once members, uh, same thing, same conversations, um, whether it be family or friends or whoever are still who are still active in the church. Number one, they usually don't ask. That's kind of the big reaction, right? They 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 normally don't ask uh, because they don't want that. That's a negative topic, right? Well, this guy left. I probably should stop associating with them because they're a negative influence now in my life. Mm -hmm. And we could talk about that probably warrants a separate episode uh, talking about the... Uh, the family and friends, the social impacts once you leave the church, they're significant. Um, and you kind of have to recreate your life in many cases. But 
you know, it's related to this topic. I've already but, got the title yeah. for that episode. It either the price or the cost. The price or the co- yeah. I, uh, that's and, a good one. Yeah, we're definitely going down that rabbit hole as well. It's a significant cost. There's no doubt about it. Um, but you know, before then, so we have the potential of these conversations. And so, number one, my experience has been people don't ask because they don't want to know. And then it gets to your same, why would they not want to know? Well, it is a fear. It's a phobia of sorts because that's kind of like reading anti-LDS literature. If I'm listening to someone who's left, I'm listening to an apostate and they might somehow influence me, I guess, in a negative manner. Who knows? If they do entertain the conversation, they do ask or it comes up. The result is, as you just described, and everybody I've talked to, very similar, right? You'll, they'll, they'll say, "Well, was it this or this?" Sometimes they'll throw things out. If you do have a, a chance to get a word in edgewise and tell them <laughs> some reasons why you actually left, right? Well, those can't be true. And I've, I've had both experiences when I've done that. One is they kind of just step on them and or sidestep them, whatever, and tell you what they think, like you said. Or number two, you'll tell them a legitimate reason and, and they'll switch it to confirm their faith rather than shake their faith, which we call confirmation bias. Um, whatever information comes into you that could change your mind about something you believe is true, you use that information in a way so that it actually confirms what you believe. Uh, so that it doesn't contradict it. And again, confirmation bias is, is this exercise of doing that. Um, interesting things, you know, so there's common myths out there about why people leave the church. And, you know, one, one interesting thing that I found uh, is a study We'll just talk about the first part of this study, and then we'll talk about what the study found at closer to the end of the episode. Um, John DeLynn, our buddy over at uh, Mormon Stories, did a study several years back where he actually went out and interviewed over 3,000 people, if I recall correctly, who had left the church. Uh, and he asked them, heaven forbid, why'd you leave? Right. Let me ask you. (laughs) And, uh, rather than telling him why they left, he thought he'd ask. And, uh, we'll talk about the results of that survey because they're kind of enlightening. Um, but he went forward with, you know, Hey, there's common myths out there. And these myths have been perpetuated through actual general authorities in their talks, in their assumptions, in the culture of the church, if you will, they're passed around, you know, oh, this is why so-and-so left, or this is why people leave. And there's five common myths. Uh, and we can talk about whether those apply to, to David or I in our individual cases. The first, not in no necessary order here, um, you were offended by someone. That's a common one. So someone pissed you off. You're the hell with that. I'm not going back to church, right? That guy's an asshole or whatever. Uh you desired to sin. That's another one. Well, I can't sin happily. <laughs> well, I'm in a, me- a membership uh, role here. Well, I so got to better... sin with a smile on my face. Man. Exactly. Yeah. I can't feel guilty. I'm going to go sin outside the church. 
Number three, I never had a testimony to begin with. That's a good one. I was actually accused of that recently in a YouTube comments area by a man who definitely knew my heart and mind. He was able to read me um, and tell me why I left and that I had never (laughs) had a testimony, which was a revelation to me, no pun intended. Are you going back <laughs> then or what? Uh, well, I, I, I thought I had a testimony, so I guess he knew differently, even though he doesn't know me. Um, <laughs> number four, they're lazy. You stop praying and reading the scriptures, that kind of stuff. You're just lazy. You don't want to do the work, right? Uh, and then number five, you read some anti-Mormon literature. You read some lies and you believe those lies. And that just took you away from the church, right? So those are the top five myths. We'll come back to them later, and we'll we'll see what actually. Well, er, every said. one of those are, are a character assassination. If you think about it, that's what right. they point at is not is something true or not. Is your personal character? You're you're weak. That's right. And uh, obviously, since I'm still here. I didn't want to have to say it, but yeah, I'm just stronger than you. Oh, God, <laughs> have mercy on your soul. You lost uh, you, yeah, sheep. You poor, oh. poor weak schmuck. <laughs> God, have mercy on uh, you. Uh, even think about that, black sheep. Why did we have to go with the racist shit again? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I want to be a Chicano sheep, man. Come on. <laughs> Is hang, that like a hang out a with fucking Cheech, Cheech and Chong, man? <laughs> Be uh, inactive down in the barrio, man. <laughs> I would love hanging out with those guys. Oh man, um, yeah, bro. That's that's one of the reasons um, that it's so offensive, right? Is these these five myths? You hit it. You know this. These aren't just assumptions of of. Uh, inconsequential reasons, right. That someone might have. These are, these are like you said, character assassinations. What you're really saying is, uh, Oh, you let, Oh, okay. You're weak. Uh, I'm sorry. You're weak. Uh, That's too bad. That has to be it. How is it? How is it to be so weak? Well, in your life, it's pretty simple. That's why there's three degrees in the celestial glory and all those other degrees below that. Yeah. And we're just going to tuck you right in right here and, and throw the fucking key away. And, you know, sorry. Well, I guess, uh, there is a place for weak people in the plan, right? Uh, (laughs) is that the telestial kingdom? Cause I don't think we'll go to outer darkness. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see Jesus or anything or, or, well, I guess I could be blamed for denying the Holy ghost. Um, you know, I uh, certainly had feelings that I guess would be described as the Holy Ghost by the church. Um, well, this this fear of leaving and the consequence mm. uh, was addressed by our beloved prophet himself. Uh, he said, among other things, nothing will have such influence over people as fear of being disfellowshipped by so goodly a society as this. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fear? Uh, 
I didn't know that was a part of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So yeah, That's a, no, yeah. he uses fear quite often. It's uh, a good reason to stay. For, for good results, of course. So uh, this is the Old Testament God, right? Remember, there's two gods. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Reptilian, yeah. shape-shifting dude. <laughs> <laughs> reptilian? Where'd you get that? I don't know if I want to know. Well, I've been okay. listening to all the wrong voices, so what oh, are you... Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, spe- that's funny you should bring that up. So speaking of fear inducement or phobia inducement, which is actually a psychological manipulation used frequently by the church... Um, and, and apparent in even places like the scriptures, um, there was a talk given a little more recently than, uh, that was Joseph Smith you quoted, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. This is a little more recent. This is a 2016 general conference talk given by M. Russell Ballard entitled, To Whom Shall We Go? And it's, uh, you know, he, he gives an example of the apostles. Uh, they followed Jesus. They had a couple opportunities to leave. And well, there's the the part when people are abandoning him, abandoning him, and he says, "Will ye also go away?" And Peter responds, "Lord, to whom shall we go? Why well, we don't have any other place to go?" Well, that's a good reason to follow. Um, so then he throws that question out to people who leave the church today. Well, where are you going to go? Uh, inducing this phobia, phobia, right? If you choose to become inactive, says, again, the, the abbreviated first initial M, M. Russell Ballard. Uh, what does M stand? I, I, we could look this up, huh, before our is it, episode. Is it Melvin? Uh, Mildred? Well, Mildred's <laughs> a woman's name. I'd be ashamed of that, too. If I, I'd probably go by M if that was... Okay, where were we? Uh, if you choose to become an active or to leave the restored church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, where will you go? What will you do? He asks. Um, wow. Where will, where will you so, go? Well, setting up a paradigm of the kingdom or nothing. Or not, it was that John Taylor. Uh, yeah. The kingdom or nothing. Some some language like that where mm-hmm. it's it's, man, I'm all in or I I'm shit rolling yeah, down right. the hill, you know, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Phobia induction. Uh, so before, he says, before you make that spiritually perilous choice to leave, <laughs> I encourage you to stop and think carefully before giving up whatever it was that brought you to your testimony of the restored Church of Jesus Christ in the first place. Stop and think about what you have felt here and why you felt it. Think about the times when the Holy Ghost has borne witness to you of eternal truth. So Uh, then then he goes on. Where will you go to find others who share your belief in personal, loving, heavenly parents? Where will you go to be taught about a Savior? Where will you go to learn more about Heavenly Father's plan, to find a detailed and inspired church organizational structure, to find living prophets and apostles? To find people who live by a prescribed set of values and standards. Well, those certainly don't exist outside of the Mormon church. To experience the joy that comes through the saving ordinances and covenants of the temple. You know, what we're missing here, again, and and I don't want to spoil anything. This is one of the reasons why people really leave. It has something to do with the truth claims. (laughs) So he's basically just going back to the truth claims with all those 
phobia yeah. induction statements, right? Where are you going to go to find this, 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 and this? You mean all that shit you lied to me about? Um, I, Who says I'm looking for those anymore anyway? <laughs> I'm, uh, not, I'm not looking for that anymore. <laughs> wow. Uh, nowhere? I'm going to go nowhere to find those? Um, anyway, well, my, man. My yeah. salvation, and I'm, I'll use that Christian word, has been to go within, and you, I've spoken of it a couple times, and that's that's what changed my life. It was after a complete paradigm shift and self-awareness, a reality check monumental that I began to see all the bullshit. I wasn't looking for that, but it showed up readily. Once I realized I cannot stay, this is not my truth and to thine own self be true. And I must pursue whatever path that is and what it looks like, uh, which includes a whole lot of peace, by the way. So careful if you're Mm -hmm. not looking for inner peace, don't, don't listen to that. But, uh, it, no, it was much later that the internet became available and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Look at all these historical conundrums and the lies and the on and on and on. And was I looking for validation for my uh, decision to leave? No, I was not. I I was done. I didn't need to be convinced yeah. anymore. And was I offended in the church? Fuck yes, I was offended because there's assholes everywhere. I'm sorry. This is the nature of this planet. Mm-hmm. And there was a readily available number of a-holes in the church, as well as there was outside of the church. And yes, some of them were very offensive, not only to me, but to many other people in yeah. whatever congregation. And so I can go under every one of those excuses and say, yeah, there was a, a certain part of that that I looked at. Was I a closet doubter? I had questions and I wondered, but I readily buried my questions Mm. for the fear that it could be something different than what I've been told. Hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry, off off the soapbox. No, you're good, bro. And I I share the feelings. And that's that's another thing, right? Uh, We could talk about this aspect of the cost, um, the price, right? You were talking about earlier. And, and part of that, part of the experience of this whole thing being, um, when you do go down that tunnel, which is a journey and there are some dark, dark parts to work through when you're deprogramming from something like this. And, the natural byproducts of that of that trauma, right? The anger, the guilt, the sadness, uh, the you know, the depression potentially. Um, but let, let me hit that anger real quick. Yeah. Uh, when I first started looking at post Mormon, because they have a section called Exit Stories. Mm-hmm. And I was interested in, well, why did other people leave? And I found a lot of it to be frivolous. I honestly, it's like, okay, whatever. Every once in a while would be something relative and, you know, uh, 
and somebody piped up and said, left in the comment section, why is there so much anger mm. on this website? And I thought, mm. well, you clearly were never an active member of this church who yeah. completely left. If you yeah. don't understand why there's anger here, anger, as I define it, comes from a sense of loss, whether perceived or real. Mm-hmm. So what have I lost? Oh boy, we don't have time for that list. And there's where the anger comes from. And now it's subsided because mm-hmm. I, I'm living my life, not vicarious post-Mormon life or some shit like that. Yeah. And, but yes, mad. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. I was mad, mad at myself. As you mentioned, Michael. Yeah. The, the, that's right. You know, that, that could be the most deadly of all. Yeah, that's right. That's part of it. It's, it's very, you know, in psychological terms, it's a, it's a trauma, right? It's a, it, it's a loss. And so we talk about the stages of grief, right? And a common stage is anger. It's, it's one of the ways that we make sense or deal with situations, especially where we feel we have, uh, kind of been a victim, right? Taken Absolutely. advantage of or yes. lied to or manipulated. mistreated, manipulated. All these things are true in this organization. We're lied to, we're manipulated, we're mistreated. A lot of it is not physical. Unfortunately for many children and some adults, there has been some physical mistreatment behind bishops and stake presidents, uh, stake presidents, <laughs> stake presidents <laughs> doors. Uh, that's, that's another thing we could talk about, uh, the rampant sexual abuse that happens in this church. Um, but you know, there, even if you're lucky, I'm lucky that I didn't have that happen to me growing up in the church. Uh, I I was certainly lied to and manipulated and, and basically defrauded for my entire, you know, for 40 years. So, uh, Reason to be a little angry and have a little bitterness, for sure, right? Uh, should I carry that forever? No. No. I think part of uh, speaking out is is part of the therapy as well, right? Speaking out about these, uh, whatever you want to call it, injustices, the the defrauding that's happening, um, you know, the, the, the issues going on, and um, why, you know, associate with others. Hey man, why did you leave? What happened? What's your story? Right. Help others work through this. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, um, why do people leave? So imagine a conversation where a true believing member actually listened <laughs> and, uh, and, and they, what a, yeah. what a stretch. And they didn't tell you why you left. So I, again, I think of this comments area of a YouTube video that I was I was commenting on recently, and it's an anti LDS channel. And there's always you always get a handful of of TBMs that hang out here. You know, and it's like first of all, why are you here? Right, this is not for you. This is for people who are either seriously questioning or they've already left. Right. So what are you doing here? Well, they think they're going to save you, obviously. Yes, exactly. And I asked one guy, what are you doing here after we shared some words back and forth, right? And he proceeded to tell me why I had left the church. 
and his his he actually listed reasons and they almost exactly matched what I brought up before earlier in the episode, right? You mm-hmm. didn't really have a testimony, you were lazy or weak, you know, whatever he goes through this list. So after he told me why I left, which again I thought was very insightful of him. <laughs> Since, <laughs> since he doesn't even fucking know me. Um, but he's smart. The Holy Ghost is telling him these reasons, right? He's, oh, he's, he's right. Pipeline. Yeah. Uh, I said, Why are you here, man? And he's like, Well, I'm I'm here to uh, this was a new one on me. Usually it's like you said, people trying to save people. He said the opposite. He's like, Yeah, I'm here to to look at all these weak people basically who've left the church and I'm I, you know, make sure they stay out of the door and don't come back. Um, oh, that's uh, <laughs> wow! Very noble of you. Oh, he's gone another <laughs> step into delusion. That's. I think he. I think he'd get along really good with Khrushchev or fucking Hitler <laughs> or Lenin or. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah, wow. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. And then you see people who have left, but they joined. So one guy joined later in life as an adult. And then he left like only a year or two after because he found out some of the the damning history stuff, which is readily available now and used to not be so available. And he was criticizing me because I stayed in so long. He's like, man, how could you be so fucking stupid to stay in? So I left after a year. And I'm like, well, you know what? You actually satisfy some of those myths. So you never did have a testimony, <laughs> probably, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. I can't speak for him. Unlike the other guys, you know, he, he can obviously, he's a prophet. But You know, yeah. there, there is a very large group, and I, being in, man, I'll give it up, I'm in Utah, duh. Yeah. Uh, they, they're raised in the church, and they never have... Or, nor do they seek really some kind of personal confirmation, i.e., testimony of this thing. It is one hundred percent cultural, social. We there go are to members church. there. Yes, and there are members. A, it's there. a large number, and yeah. they are not at any point ever really converted. Yeah. Only socially and culturally, which is very strong, mm-hmm. very strong poll. But as soon as anything uh, confronts them at an intellectual, uh, you know, like historical basis, oh, shit. What I found uh, among a large number, they don't care. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I'll lay this all out for you and say, look, at here's all the bullshit. And they're like, so? Eh, I don't care. I don't care. I'm just, you know, I, I st- I'm happy with my family, and I don't go to church that much anyway. And uh, where's my fucking iPod? And, and <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm getting generalistic now, but I it, no, it's you're like, right. There's a not people, they, are people who aren't really committed or not feeling what we would describe as a conviction, right? Which I certainly felt, and I know you they, did. They were not where you and I went. They did not go there. There's two segments of that population, it seems. There's one segment, because they don't have a conviction, who, like, kind of like you alluded to earlier, they they just, boom, I'm out of here the second they see any problems because they really weren't (laughs) converted. But there's a, a surprising number 
of the people you just described, where they don't really have a conviction. They're not opening the scriptures and reading them. They're not really studying stuff. They're just there for the social aspect. And there's a surprising number of them that if they come across the same kind of information that made the other guy leave, they just, eh, I don't care. Yeah, who cares? You know, and you're like, wow, I, that's one kind of person I don't really have the ability to understand mentally, admittedly, just because I, it's totally foreign to me. Oh, they're Um, naturally apathetic. They don't give a shit about anything, actually. Yeah, maybe they, I don't know. Religion. I'm making, again, a generalization. I admit it, but that's, that's what I notice. They don't know. They don't only care if they're convicted of of what they say they believe. They don't really give a shit about anything, and that's just a general percent yeah. a percentage of the population. It, it, and they've probably always been there. Probably time. you're right. Just yeah, humanistic yeah. fucking traits, whatever. I don't yeah. Know. Well, here's the top four reasons people actually leave. Maybe we should end the episode on that with actual data. Can you imagine? actual data on this uh good on you mr delin who's probably not listening to our show because we're dropping too many uh too many bombs in our show and i i well i don't know john personally i don't know if he he drops one every now and then or if he's like man these guys are too uh they're too coarse for me (laughs) i don't know anyway uh good stuff though here's the top four reasons number one reason i cease to believe the doctrine or the theology number one reason yes i I would agree yes right there almost identical with that one was i studied church history and lost my belief because of what i found Mm -hmm. yeah wow yep I agree then, with his, his results, yes. Yeah, well, and then third and fourth, look, they're basically the same. So I may have written the survey differently if I wrote it. Uh, what I mean by that is I think they're subsets of one and two. So th- the third one is I lost faith in Joseph Smith. Okay, well, you could easily tie that to the second one with church history. Right. Or or the first one with doctrine. So I get it, though. Okay, the fourth one, I lost faith in the Book of Mormon. Again, you could tie that to history or cease to believe in the doctrine because the Book of Mormon is a big part of the doctrine. So really, all four reasons are kind of similar to each other. They're very similar. Yes, they're doctrinal. They're they're truth based, truth claim based. Okay, mm-hmm. meaning Joseph was re- was re- he really a prophet or not? That's a truth claim. Book of Mormon, the really the word of Book God. Of yes, that's exactly. a truth claim. And so what these people are saying is, I I got problems with the truth claims. Well, imagine that. So you didn't say that you were offended, that you really don't feel like you ever had a testimony, uh, that you wanted to sin. Uh, that you were kind of, you never really studied much. Obviously, you did study because you found these other things. Um, interesting. So when you look at those answers, they're down at the bottom, right? So near the very bottom was I was offended by someone in the church. That's second to bottom as a reason for actually leaving. Um, and so and that, on. Yeah, That would be the type of person, again, that it's just not... It's kind of weak. Was, 
he was he or she was not really in that no and and you know yeah yeah exactly i would say and it sounds like a criticism but i would kind of almost say the same thing to that person as the guy the tbm was saying to me when he told me why i was leaving and was telling me i must have been weak i was never never really had a conviction well that's this person that we're talking about uh they were kind of weak because look if i believed something is true, which I certainly did in this church for a big part of my life. And some asshole offends me, or which is a choice, by the way, right? It's a choice to be offended. Yeah, of we could talk yeah. about all that. But or I any of these other things, ah oh, man, I look at that ass over there. I would sure like to sin, you know, whatever the <laughs> whatever the, the right. But if you it I'm the kind of person I'm stubborn enough that you know what? The hell with that. I'm staying in. I believe this. I'm not going to let some jerk off offend me and leave the church. Let him leave if he wants. That's the last thing I would do is leave because something else somebody else says or does, right? Yeah, that's, that's that just... is something you could kind of describe as being weak, right? You really Absolutely. weren't you really didn't have a conviction, okay? Um and I'm not saying the person is a weak person. I'm saying in the instance of this church or this belief system, they probably didn't have a conviction because most people, again, if they really, hey, I know this is true, I know it, they're probably not going to leave if they know it's true. Over a lot of issues, they would let kind of roll off their back, right? Because, um, hey, this is real. This is true. I'm here for the long haul, right? That's the way I used to feel. And and it wasn't going to be some trivial thing that was going to knock me off of that, you know. Um Yeah, so interesting. To to our title, are you telling me or are you asking me? Yeah. When a person makes a response without probably even listening to what you're saying about why you might have left the church, they're saying more about themselves than they are saying about you. Hmm. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. I, I've had it many occasions and we're out of time, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a personal journey. Uh, uh, the pursuit of truth and and its end result, which I would hope would be a deep, resting inner peace that means that I don't know everything, but I'm I'm open to mm, it and yeah. I'm looking and I'm seeing how it will help me and those around me have a more fulfilling, beautiful, happy, expansive life. Mm. That's it. Yeah. That's what I'm about. Yeah. I'm there with you. I, I agree with that 100%. And it's interesting when you do leave, and lots of topics here, right? But but the the peace, the, the understanding, I don't, I, I use that word carefully because sometimes people, oh, you think you understand. And no, we don't really fully understand a lot of things in life, right? But the the perception, how about that word, or the openness, mm -hmm. the way you look at the world, the way you look at people, the way you look at this journey of finding truth, right? What, what are the answers to these questions, you know, is totally different 
than when you're a member of the Mormon church. It's and totally being told. different. <laughs> exactly. You know, in yeah. instance one, you're being told, well, you don't have to look for this. This is the answer. You know, you don't have to have this question. This is the answer. You have doubts, doubt your doubts. <laughs> this is another talk I was going to bring up, but um, you know, we'll make some links under the episode. Uh, comments on the website where you guys can find some of these documents that we were talking about. You know, about I saw an image when you said that, when when someone, the church, comes to you and says, here it is. You don't have to look any further. Mm-hmm. I saw like a ladle of water, ice cold water being pulled, poured, I'm sorry, over uh, this beautiful candle of light that's reaching out and and exploring and oh here here you go we've got it whoosh they just extinguish your fucking (laughs) life source Uh, dude that's a good analogy it is it's a good analogy the the fire in that candle needs air to breathe and space to shine you know and um yep yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna quench that with some prepackaged answers here. By the way, if you ever doubt these answers, doubt your doubt before you doubt the answers. You know, remain remain in this mold. Don't seek to ever look outside. Um, and that's uh, it's kind of like what I was describing. You know, you, whatever analogy you want to you want to use, uh, you step outside and there's the world out there, you know, and which you never really saw before, Mm-mm. you know, True. and I'm not talking about the mundane. Oh, look, there's naked women. And let's go, let's go sin. And no, that I don't mean worldliness world. <laughs> I mean, there's the real world out there and you're in a box yeah. until you really see that. And, um, Again, you know, none of that is really pertinent if what they were teaching you in that box really was true. And when you find, as these people answered in the survey, when you find legitimate documented history, right, Mm -hmm. that what you've been taught is true is actually not, that's the problem, right? And so I would commend these people in their top four reasons, for leaving, I would commend them and say, if you were taught something was true and you found out it's not good for you to leave that shit. Good for you. You know, and if what you claim to be in possession of was the so-called truth, nothing, there's nothing out there that could be a threat to that. No. Not at all. So why so why the reactionary response? Yeah. It's it's bred of fear. It is. It, it, there it, fear at so many levels, which is the creation of religion itself. I'm not sure what the fuck's going to happen to me next in the next minute, the next day, or in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to create this belief system. Okay, now we're back to episode <laughs> three or whatever. But yeah, I right. just want to say in closing, as you eat your chocolate eggs, make sure to think of Jesus. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure how to take that. 
and I'm I'm like the party pooper. We don't really celebrate Easter anymore. No. Um, yeah, you you're heathen, man. I you're, know. You're an unbeliever. I know. I'm going back to the pagan roots that uh Oh, good. Yeah. They, they smoke a lot of roots back there. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Uh love spending time with you. And uh, we'll be back again next week. Out.